You're listening to Your Happy Place Podcast. Each week, we will be bringing you interviews with real estate experts and investors. The show features interviews and discussions on real estate investing, property management, and inspiration. With your host, Jenna Ross. Welcome to episode two of the podcast. Today we have my husband, Greg Ross, and real estate partner, Amanda Gates. They are both realtors with Royal Page Atlantic. Welcome to the podcast, Greg and Amanda. Thanks for having us, Jenna. Yeah, thanks, Jenna. This is awesome. Greg, can you tell us about how you became a realtor? Sure. Um, I guess uh, out of university, I studied business in university, and then um, after that I did corporate telecom, uh, which meant I traveled and did some sales for basically companies who needed to connect multiple locations over a fiber optic network, whether it be through computers or data um, or through telecom. Um, Over the eight years that I was with uh, in that industry, we went through eight or seven actually mergers and acquisitions. So basically I was able to, you know, witness the culture of many different companies under the same umbrella with the same people. Um, Unfortunately, but fortunately at the last merger, um, they actually laid off most of the employees. Uh, They kept on, I think one um, person to manage the network and they, um, they incorporated it into Toronto. Uh, Toronto's office. So the good thing about that was that at the end of that, I was getting interested in real estate investing. And we actually bought our first investment in downtown Fredericton uh, near the end of my time in telecom. So after I left that, um, took some time uh, doing some soul searching, figuring out what I wanted to do. I climbed a bunch of mountains in the Appalachian mountain range. I got most of them done uh, throughout the year that I, I took a little bit of time and quickly realized when I got back that my passion was pretty strong for real estate. So from there, um, I got my real estate license, started trading, and we started buying real estate together, you and I, um, and then uh, that's history. Yes, and it was uh, quite a career change, and I remember that year very well because it was in 2008, the year we got married, and uh, a lot of different things happened that year, and the, I was really excited for you, actually, when you got laid off because I knew that uh, you had other things that you, you just weren't really happy with your job. You were doing very well at it, but it just kind of gave you the, the push to do something new, so I'm I'm pleased at how it all worked out for you. Yeah, you're exactly right. I was, uh, I was pretty, uh, miserable. Uh, I, I was, I did what I had to do. I was making good money. Um, you know, had all the time in the world, uh, you know, uh, working a nine to five job and weekends, but, uh, really I always had a passion to, to do my own thing. So it was a blessing in disguise. One of the best things that's ever happened to me, I guess, since you. Oh, thank you, Greg. That's so sweet. Um, I feel the same way. And Amanda, can you tell our listeners how you got started into real estate? 
Yeah, so my story wasn't a whole lot different than Greg's, but uh, I had finished my business degree um, from a university here in Halifax, Mount St. Vincent University, and also worked in sales with a few different companies. Uh, and I ended up, the last time I worked for sales with a larger company, um, they were acquired by an American company and did a mass layoff of a hundred of us all at once. Um, so that was when I really decided, uh, you know, look, I, I don't want to put my uh, fate in another company's hands. Uh, you know, when you're working for a lot of startups and tech companies, you just don't know uh, how long those roles are going to, to be available for. So I'd always had a interest in real estate and I thought, you know, this is, there's never been a better time to go ahead and, and do this and, and make my, make my start my small business and see where, where it went. So the first year I became a realtor um, with my brokerage. It was one of the larger brokerages in the city. I was awarded rookie of the year. So I had a quite successful first year and kind of never looked back knew this is what I wanted to do um, for the rest of my career. So <clears throat> that's so amazing. And you're really incredible at what you do. And um, when you join the team with Greg, uh, I have to say I had seen you previously at a, a social event in our community. And the thing that stuck out about you is you were in a room, you ended up being in a room with, it just happened like maybe five different realtors and, uh, they got talking and I was getting to see all the different realtors and I knew their names through Greg, but um, I noticed you and I noticed that you were, you were with a friend that I, a mutual friend that I know. And I asked about you because you stood out just your professionalism, um, you know, just your presence there and you were wearing your brokerage pin. So I knew you were a realtor and, um, and certainly was curious because you, you definitely stood out as somebody kind of special in that space. So I needed to find out more. And then fast forward to, um, it was probably a year, year and a half later, or maybe, maybe a year later that you joined the team with Greg. So um, yeah, that's been really wonderful. And Greg, can you tell us how you find it being on a team? Do you find it more effective than being a realtor by yourself? Yeah, totally. And Amanda probably actually doesn't know this, but Jenna was the uh, the person who kind of put your name in my ear first before I started. You know, the first time you turned me down to to come work with me, actually, uh, your name came from Jenna. <laughs> yeah, I actually I had no idea, so that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, working as a team, uh, night and day from what I did before. And you know that, uh, Jenna, my home life, my family life, uh, social life, um, sporting life, all of the above exists because I work in a team. Um, and Amanda and I are very similar in our approach to team where we don't like handing things off, but if we have to, we trust each other wholeheartedly doing a task. And before I couldn't do that, I couldn't let go. So which meant I was working 20 hours a day, it felt like, um, and vacations were never real vacations um, because of the stress of knowing somebody who's not familiar with the way I work my business while I'm away. Um, it's honestly changed my life for, you know, much better and family life as well. Yeah, you guys are definitely an excellent team. And Amanda, can you speak to what makes you guys different than other real estate teams? 
Yeah, so Greg and I are a team of two realtors, which allows us the ability to both get to know all of our clients and gives our clients and other realtors two points of contact when doing business. So for example, you'll see a lot of the teams in the city are larger real estate teams. They can have, you know, there's a few teams of two, but most of them are, you know, five, six, 10. It seems like the larger the team, the better these days. Um, but really what happens there is they divide up the clients with the realtors. So the client ends up working with one realtor at the end of the day, um, which doesn't give the client those two points of contact. And it's not really any different than um, working with an individual. So we really feel like our clients appreciate having two, um, two agents working for them. They have two agents kind of um, working towards the same goal of either helping them sell their home or find the right home. Um, and then on the other side of it for realtors, they really appreciate being able to, to contact one, one of us. Uh, if they can't get a hold of one of us, they can always get a hold of the other when it comes to getting information about a listing. Um, because especially when you're in a seller's market, pro properties are selling so quickly um, that, you know, if they can't get a hold of you, they'll just move on to the next one. So um, overall, we've had great success and it's worked really well for us. That's so great. You guys are definitely um, a fantastic team together. And I should point out as well that you're, you're both together an award winning team and have taken home many awards. I know you're both very humble. <laughs> you're both very humble and, uh, and don't talk about that a lot. But there's certainly a lot of recognition that you get um, from working together because it's been so successful. Greg, can you tell us about how the real estate market was before the COVID-19 situation? Um, before the um, social isolation um, and quarantine stuff, it was like a perfect storm. Um, that's the way I kind of like to talk about the market. I think it was shaping up to be one of the busiest years in real estate uh, as far as I've been, as long as I've been in real estate which is you know, almost 12 years now, um, we had really high demand and a climbing amount of supply. So basically we were heading into a spring market, which typically means a lot of people are gonna list their houses because there's more inventory to look at you know, for their next step. So you know, in our market, we're busy year round because we have a very transient market in HRM, people coming and going all the time. But spring is, you know, I think it's not new to Halifax. It's the same all over the place. Spring is the market. The sun comes out, people get excited, they start to garden and they get the idea of moving. So we were actually heading into what I believe would have been, you know, the numbers would have been through the roof. We were, you know, in the media for being you know, the fastest growing city in Canada. We were in the media for the fat, most transactions happening per capita. So people were comparing us to Toronto, which, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't ever want it to be like Toronto here, but I do, I, I did like the the way uh, people were really realizing that our, uh, our beautiful province and city, uh, HRM is an awesome place to live. So I think it's only coming to realization. So that's a long answer for a little question, but basically it was busy and we, it was heading into uh, a busy, busy spring. I'm not saying it's not busy anymore, but you know, uh, it, it, it was heading to be one of the busiest. Yeah, certainly. 
And Amanda, can you tell us how you're finding it managing your business and being a mommy to your two beautiful boys at home at the moment? Yeah, so things have definitely changed over the last little while with everyone uh, kind of working from home more. But prior to prior to things changing with COVID-19, it was a really great career to have. And the fact that, yes, we work a lot of hours. It's when you run your own business, you get what you get out of it, what you put into it. So, um, you know, always working as many hours as possible, but the flexibility um, was huge. So if your child has some sort of an event or a soccer game or whatever it is, you know, when you're self-employed, you can make yourself available um, and you can make sure to not miss those important um, events in your life for sure. Um, now that things have changed a bit, it's been, uh, it's been a little more difficult with the children at home, but, uh, fortunately, you know, my, my husband's at home and we've been able to kind of take some shifts and, and make things work. And we've been able to do a lot of things virtually, um, now that, uh, you know, people are, you know, less likely to do things face to face. So, um, it's, it's not been, not been a problem. Yeah, it's been, it's been interesting here too and we certainly appreciate how you and greg can hand stuff off to each other it's really helpful amanda can you tell us um, about the halifax real estate investing group yeah so back i mean it really started back a few years ago um you had a a client of yours who was looking to sell a couple of sets of flats over in Halifax. So Greg and I were able to help that investor out and move that property and we became a, a good team on that end. Um, so back in January of 2019, we de decided to start a monthly meetup where uh, we would bring locals together who are investors in real estate or interested in investing in real estate in the future and um, have some local industry professionals come in and talk to us about different topics each week and have other investors who have had success in this specific market talk about um, their experience with investing and um, you know maybe learn from some of their mistakes and which is really great because you can listen to a lot of podcasts and things but every area is different so to have some people come in and talk specifically about the Halifax market is really great and we've had you know, quite a bit of success with that. We've had um, a great turnout and, you know, we see some of the same faces each month and, and different faces. So um, it's, it's been really great. And now since we aren't able to meet face to face, um, we've been doing some of these interviews with industry professionals um, on Zoom, doing some kind of live Q and A's, um, which has been really great and allows people to either jump on at the time or watch them later. So even though we're not able to meet face to face anymore, we've still been able to kind of provide great information to local investors. Yes, it's been really enjoyable. And one of the things that I really enjoy about the Halifax real estate and real estate investing meetup is to see, um, see you both and myself um, do some public speaking and kind of um, branch out and uh, and now we're trying webinars, we're doing podcasts and um, it's just, uh, it's really good personal development to get out there and, and speak in front of people. So that's a really great skill that we're all developing, which is wonderful. Um, 
Greg, do you have a favorite real estate investing book to recommend? Um, I have a couple. I mean, the obvious and anybody who's a real estate investor will comment on this book is uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad um, by Robert Kiyosaki. Um, the reason that that book is so amazing is it because it doesn't just talk about real estate. Um, it talks about business in general and philosophies and ideas and, you know, ways to train your brain to think differently. Um, like rich dad, poor dad is really a dynamic in that book. It's not just the title of the book. There's a rich dad and there's a poor dad. You know, the rich dad is the guy's mentor and the poor dad is his real dad. Um, he's not really poor, but you know, you have to read the book if you haven't read it because it is, it's fantastic. Um, but I do like, I, I just read another book. It's called the richest man in Babylon, which was in the, you know, a long time ago, hundreds of years ago, this, this book was written and it talks about philosophies that still apply in investing today, which is um, basically make your money, create money for you. So uh, the Richest Man in Babylon has to be one of my favorites. So I'm sorry you asked me for one, but I had to give two because I'm, I, there's so many books that I love. It's hard to pick two, actually, to be honest. We could talk about this topic all day long. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, the Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it comes up a lot of times, and it's because it's such a great book. And uh, the thing about that book is there was sort of a wave when – um, the Rich Dad Poor Dad, the training series for coming to Halifax and yourself and myself and a bunch of other investors that we've met through the meetups and that we've had um, out at our networking events have all kind of come on at that time. It kind of comes in waves when training sessions come, but we certainly got, uh, we got started and it was, uh, it was that seminar around that time that we got started. So Great book, and it's definitely on my bookshelf as well, and a favorite. Greg, what advice do you have to give listeners looking to get started in real estate investing? Um, well, first of all, join our meetup group uh, because, and I'm not saying that just to promote our group, like it's an amazing wealth of knowledge. We have a Facebook page, we have a website now, we're branding it, it's becoming, it's, it's, it's growing so fast, like it's beyond us now, um, the things that this provides. It provides, you know, experience, it provides education, it provides, you know, well, I'm kind of scared to do my first deal. Well, there's probably 15 people in the room or on, on our Facebook page or in the meetup group that I had the same thing. In fact, you know, Jenna and I were one of them, you know, eight years ago when we bought our first investment property, we had no clue what we were doing actually. Um, and, and that's like most investments, you know, and since then we've, we've purchased and sold, uh, you know, close to a dozen properties and, and, you know, we're, we have uh, a duplex that we own just recently and we just put another property under agreement a couple of days ago. So, I mean, there's so many things that I could give as advice, but the one thing is just surround yourself with like-minded individuals that give you good advice. Make sure it's good advice. Make sure it's from people who have actually done it, um, not just read about it, because those are that's where you're going to find the pitfalls, not just the, you know, the the great success stories, because everybody has a pitfall in this, um, and it's a learning experience, right? 
Um, what doesn't uh, kill us makes us stronger. Ray Dalio from another book, uh, Principles, basically talks about that. You know, every time something happens, don't take it as a mistake. Take it as something that's going to change your future because of the education it provides. So do it. Connect with people. Connect with Amanda and I. We're not a pressure team. We'll help you find the right opportunity that fits your needs. Um, if it's not us, make sure the person you're dealing with is educated and has some experience with it. So that would be my advice for anybody getting started. If I could go back, you know, eight years, I'd give myself some advice on specifics on investing, but that's what I would have started with. Really great advice, Greg. Thank you. And what are we going to be adding to our portfolio this year? So this year, um, I had a goal of five um, and we're just about halfway through the year and we're at three. So I think we're going to have to readjust our goal um, because I feel uh, two more. We're actually going after some pretty big opportunities right now that could blow that number out of the water. But, uh, you know, those are in the pipeline and we're working on them. But, um, you know, five is going to be the minimum. But I, I see that getting knocked out of the water. And then next year we'll have to set a higher threshold for our goal. Yes, I'm really, I'm really excited. We're, we're trying some different strategies and, uh, and we're getting together with some joint ventures and it's really exciting because we started in single family and we're slowly moving away from that, which for me is out of my comfort zone. But um, as things expand, it's, it's really exciting and um, I'm looking forward to all of that. And Greg, what are you most excited about this year? Oh, wow. Uh so many things i mean um i'm excited about like i find right now there's a big opportunity i know a lot of people are getting you know house crazy and stir crazy there's so many things on my list of things that i want to do that i'm just always too busy to do um you know i've painted half the house already i've uh you know I've built a few things in the backyard i've uh they're the, repaired a lot around the house. I don't really stop. If I stop, then um, I get into trouble. But, you know, the things that I'm looking forward to the most are um, just setting ourselves up to be, you know, financially free a little bit more, um, not dependent. Like it's times like these where a lot of people out there who are very dependent on a single employer that I'm grateful that I chose to be an entrepreneur um, if it wasn't for that, then I would be much more nervous right now than I am um, because I know things are going to be okay. Things will uh, turn around. We may miss a few rents here and there um, to be expected, but you know, real estate as a long-term uh, type of passive investment will always benefit and always come out on top. History has never said different. So, I mean, I'm excited about real estate. I'm excited about learning. I'm excited about the webinars, the podcast, uh, the new website. We're creating a logo for H uh, Halifax Real Estate Investors. Uh, today, we got our first draft and it looks really awesome. Can't wait to put that out there. Uh, the, the list goes on and on. But I'm also excited uh, right now to spend time with my family. We've grown really close during this time uh, because we got to spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time. In fact, we just got a puppy like a day ago and we're all home and able to love this puppy and start to train them. So, you know, I, I see a lot of positives in a negative time. 
I certainly do as well. It's been, it's been interesting, but um, yeah, I'm excited about all those things as well. And uh, so excited to bring home a puppy a couple days ago to our family. Um, it's, it's been really nice. And so Greg, um, sort of along that line, where is your happy place? My happy place would be uh, on vacation with my family. Uh, doesn't matter where we are. Right now, some days it feels like I'm on vacation with the family because I'm not looking at my watch for, you know, 20 meetings a day. I'm not going from place to place, you know, and this time we're driving a lot less, which saves a lot of time. A lot of the online meetings that we're having, you know, that saves like Amanda and I are driving, you know, on average, some days, three, 400 kilometers a day, uh, just to go out and show some houses, go to our office. And now it's like, I haven't filled my vehicle up in like three weeks because, you know, I go to the gas station, I go to the superstore. Uh, that's, that's pretty much about it. We're not uh, traveling so much, which allows me to have lots of time um, with the family. Yeah, that's really nice. And I've mentioned before as well that my happy place is on vacation as well because we are such hardworking entrepreneurs and it's, it's nice to get that time away with our family and disconnect um, and take the time away from the phone and all the pressures of that. So definitely my happy place as well. And Amanda, where is your happy place? My happy place is on the water. So we have a boat that we spend a lot of time on in the summer. Um, I call it our little cottage on the water. So we'll uh, go away and explore areas of Nova Scotia for, you know, a couple weeks at a time over the summer. And it's kind of the same thing as, as talking about vacation, because it's really that one-on-one -on -one time that you have with your family. And uh, it allows us to kind of connect in a way that we don't do at home with screens and, and, you know, everything else going on. So um, there's just something about the water. I grew up on the water. I love the water just being around it. Um, so that's definitely where I would call my happy place. Yes, it's, we have beautiful water here and you've had Greg and I out on your boat and it's absolutely fantastic. It's a really fun way to spend the day and um, I can totally see why that is your happy place for sure. It's wonderful. So also, Amanda, we are going to be wrapping things up and I would just like you to share with our listeners where they can go to learn more. Yeah, no problem. You can find us at our website, which is hrmhome.ca. You can find us on Facebook at Greg Ross and Amanda Gates, Royal Page Atlantic, um, or on Instagram at Greg underscore Amanda underscore real estate, or just Greg, or just Google Greg Ross or Amanda Gates. You'll find all of our information there. So I think Jenna will have uh, our information listed also um, in the show notes if you, uh, if you need those details. Thank you both for taking the time to come on the podcast. It's been so wonderful to chat with you both, and I'd love to have you back in the future. Awesome. Thank you for having us. It's been great. Love these things. It's motivating. It gets us uh, out there again uh, for me out of my comfort zone. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for doing this, Jenna. No problem. Yeah, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to your Happy Place podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review so that we can get our podcast out to more listeners. 
If you would like to contact us, please send an email to podcast at happyplacepm.com.